Hello, superstars. The protests and riots you've seen over the past week or so have taken over the media. To have them layered upon the COVID-19 pandemic creates additional strain on a population that is, in many cases, already economically and emotionally depleted. In this lesson, the goal is to understand how we got here in the context of modern American history, keeping in mind that to really understand it all would require enough research to earn a degree in ethnic studies. This is the extremely condensed version edited for almost seventh graders. Additionally, as historians, we must also recognize patterns or cycles that history follows. If we recognize these patterns, we can then potentially avoid the pitfalls of repeating mistakes. Do you remember that from the beginning of the year? For example, if you say something rude when your parents give you directions, bad things can happen, right? So if you learn from your mistakes, you either get things done before they need to ask multiple times, or you try not to talk back when they do, because this would show that you have learned to avoid family conflict. Likewise, as a society, we can pay attention to history and mistakes that have been made in a focused effort to avoid making those same mistakes repeatedly. Therefore, our other goals are to identify the problems that lead to protests and riots, and then to see whether we can determine some better solutions for the future. So here are your directions. There are links to videos or articles, and they are listed on the transcript in blue. Questions for comprehension and critical thinking are in purple on the digital handout. Please answer your questions in a different color so that it is easy to, for me to see your responses. Okay, the first video. Let's start here. It's about the civil rights movement. The video is an introduction, and after watching the video, you're going to pause and answer the comprehension questions that you have on your handout. Most people have heard about Martin Luther King Jr., who was both a minister and extremely well-educated. He had a PhD in theology, which means religion. However, few people today have really had the opportunity to hear what he said firsthand. This video that you're going to watch next is a primary source of his perspective on the civil rights movement. You remember what a primary source is, right? After watching the video, remember to pause and answer the questions. This time, it's not just comprehension questions. It's a little bit of critical thinking, too. Less well-known, but by no means less influential in the civil rights movement, was Malcolm X. His participation in the civil rights movement opposed Dr. King's to some degree, in that he supported self-defense and, quote, any means necessary to acquire justice. This video that you're going to see was made after Malcolm X converted from Black Muslim to traditional Muslim following his Hajj, which is a religious pilgrimage, to the holy city of Mecca in 1964. The questions you'll be answering are both comparative and interpretive this time. And now, a warning. The next video has strong language, like it's PG-13, but it is used in the context of understanding how the LA riots in 1992 began and where it has led us. The narrator, a student at UCLA, provides an extremely good analysis of the events that led to the riots in 1992 and covers the aftermath, as well as leading viewers to consider where we stand today. I suggest that students watch this with parents if possible, 
And parents, you know your children best. Please feel free to stop at any point if you feel this is not appropriate for your child. If you're not comfortable with the video, you can skip it. The article below will provide you with information you need for the next set of questions. Okay, this news article, when LA erupted in anger, a look back at the Rodney King riots, um, along with some audio clips and photos, gives an account of events. But it's not as thorough an analysis as the video before this does. So in order to understand how history repeats itself, remember that everyone needs to understand the facts to the best of their ability before creating an opinion. If you don't feel a single article gives you all the facts, be sure to do your own search. Use reliable sources like your English teachers have been instructing you to do. And remember to get as many sides to the story as possible, because oftentimes there aren't just two sides to a story. And do this before you form an opinion. You can also stop and take a look at Rodney King's final interview. There are no questions for that one either, but it is an Oprah Winfrey um, interview that takes a look at where Rodney King was in his final months before his death. Okay, so all of this leads us to the events of the past week. And some of you are asking yourselves, what just happened? Which is a good thing. Because people who just do or say things without having an appropriate understanding of events often make mistakes, you know, like assuming a sibling stole the last few cookies and then accusing them of having done so, but later finding out when you complain to your parents that they were actually the ones who ate the cookies. Oops. Since you don't want to be like that, let's really think about what sparked the nationwide protests and riots that we're seeing now. This short news report from BBC because I feel it's sometimes wise to get an outsider's account of what happened in order to get less bias, and BBC is from the UK. This details the events that led to the death of George Floyd just a few days ago, if you aren't familiar with them yet. However, as many people today realize, Mr. Floyd's death was just one of many that have occurred over the past few years. Many of you have also seen the video that has been on the news recently that shows Mr. Floyd's death. This incident happened in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So you can click on your transcript. There's a link there for the news article. And then later, um, take a look at what happened in La Mesa, which is very close to home. Okay, while the NBC7 website says NBC7 has not independently verified this video, NBC7 does not know what happened in the moments before the arrest, nor what the man in the video was arrested for. The images shown are just going to amplify the shock and anger many people felt from viewing the earlier incident that occurred in Minneapolis. In many cases, we like to believe that acts of violence can't or won't happen to us personally. We would like to believe they only happen elsewhere. So when they do occur in our own neighborhood, many people feel a stronger need to create change for the better. After taking a look at the article and the video, which is embedded in the article, by the way, go to the digital handout and kind of debrief all the information you've taken in. The questions there are designed to encourage you to think about everything you've learned and maybe even about things you haven't learned yet, but still want to know about and other things which might be relevant. 
Finally, I would like to continue to emphasize the importance of using reliable sources to back up your opinions. I would also like each of you to learn how to form your own opinion without simply following along with the crowd. So with that in mind, I'll go over your final wrap-up questions with you before we end. Number eight on your digital handout. This is your turn. According to the New York Times, about 75 cities have had protests over the past five days, many of which started peacefully but then turned violent. What do you think the main problem is? You can list multiple problems because there are multiple answers to this question. Just don't be silly, okay? Saying there's a serious lack of theme parks to break the monotony and lighten the mood right now might be true, but it's irrelevant to this particular topic. Second question, how do you think the problems should be solved? Please come up with nonviolent solutions because after all, this is school, even if it looks and feels different. And you know I'm an advocate for peace, love, and understanding, right? Number three, what do you think an individual, such as you or I, can do to begin solving these problems? Doesn't seem like these events are connected to you, though, does it? But imagine if you were witnessing an act of violence. I mean, after making sure you're safe, what should you do? It's a tough question that many people have asked themselves recently. Last one, how could understanding history and using this knowledge properly have changed our situation today? You remember that Dr. King and Malcolm X were active about 60 years ago, and the Rodney King beating and subsequent riots in Los Angeles happened nearly 30 years ago. But here we are in a similar situation today. So how could understanding history have changed all this? All right, that's it for today, folks. Have a great week, superstars. Don't forget to leave me some feedback if you want to in the comment section of this assignment so I know whether you feel this lesson was valuable. And if you have some school-appropriate videos or websites to share that are related to this topic, you know, outside of all the news reports we've been seeing, that would be a great contribution too. Thanks.